What is up, Outcast? Welcome back to another podcast with Bush and Tio. How you? Hey, hey, how's hey. everyone doing? Good, I hope good, good, everyone good. is doing good. Well, for today's podcast, we're gonna do something you know very different with other podcasts. We're gonna be reading some bio in uh, Rainbow Six Siege about these operators. So if anyone who doesn't know about Rainbow Six Siege, it's a game where it's a first-person shooter game and it's a team game. So it's a 5v5 where, you know, you're gonna strategize how to, uh, you know, get rid of the other teams or go for the objectives. Um, you, you wanna give your experience about the game, Bush? You play this game a lot more than I do. <laughs> So what do you think about the Rainbow Six Siege? Any description about it or um, any kind of opinions? You like it? You just gotta no? get good, man. That's it. <laughs> you gotta get good. So yeah. Get uh, good so or leave. Go home. God damn, go, you're toxic. Go to your bed. Yeah. <laughs> you're fucking toxic. <laughs> Alright, yep. Uh, we're gonna be reading some bios, exploring the lores of these operators. And I hope we yeah. can find something interesting out of it. All right. I unlocked all the characters, but without reading anything about them. I don't know anything yep. about so any this character. Is, this is this is gonna be a good opportunity for you to you know start learning about the lore. Because you gotta think like the the uh, creators, the developers, they spend a lot of time to write these bios to make sense. And of mm -hmm. course, you know these people gotta be real. You know, SAS, SAS, what? Alright, let's dive in with our very first. <clears throat> and for those who play Siege a lot, don't mind me with my ranking and not having all of the operators. I'm a free to play player, okay? Shut up. Alright. <clears throat> right, our first operator, name Sledge Pathfinders. <clears throat> Alright, what is his, his real name? Seamus Cowden. Uh, he worked for SAS, SAS, and he's 35. He's born in Scotland, height a meter in 92. So that's six feet. Hold up. Two, is what? it? Oh, wait. wait what a meter the fuck? 92. Really? Sledge, yeah. Sheesh. He's a lot taller than you, Bush. How tall are you? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I think know. it's uh, six foot. One, yeah, is it? No, no, I'm not six foot one, six feet, I think. I don't know. Just six feet. Yeah. Man, this guy is tall, huge. All right, it's, it's a big it, boy, man. <laughs> big boy, <laughs> it's like the, today's podcast gonna be a bit of uh, ASMR and you know, some audiobooks uh, kind of podcast. Uh, no. no? Oh fuck, come on. I bought this mic for some ASMR hey. experience. <laughs> hey, no ASMR. Guys fine, don't do fine. ASMR. Girls Are you sure about that? ASMR. Are you sure about that? <laughs> alright, alright. <laughs> Background. Coming through. Born in the far north of Scotland, Cowden's military father and nurse mother moved to Iverness with him and his three huh? siblings when he was five. His athleticism elevated him to the position of captain of the 1998 Scotland under-20s rugby union team. 
Oh, so he plays sports. I wonder he's tall. Um, was oh. he a soccer player? Um, no, no, rugby. rugby. Oh, rugby. Following a long family tradition. Oh, shoot. Following a long family tradition of military service, Carden joined the 3rd UK Mechanized Division of the British Army. His drive uh -huh. and physique suit the division's historical nickname of Ironsides. Cowden's okay. first assignment was in the armored division where he studied engineering and specialized in upgrading the infantry combat vehicles. <clears throat> oh, so he's a mechanic. From there, mm -hmm. he developed mm -hmm. various breaching tactics. He was then recruited into the SAS where he holds multiple records in speed and strength. An expert in mechanical, ballistic, explosive, and thermal breaching strategies, <coughs> Cowden is the operator to choose for quick and relatively uh. silent destruction. Oh. <laughs> Head ass. Silent, silent destruction. <laughs> yeah. Silent my ass. This boy just pulls out his like his hammer. <laughs> just <laughs> he just only hear that. And he got a shotgun as well. So silent my ass just go in. Uh -uh. <laughs> Big balls going in. <laughs> uh, psychological psychological report. It's part of my job yep. to understand where the country shapes the person, and specialist Seamus Sledge Cowden. I hope Cowden is the uh, right pronunciation. Uh, Coden? Isn't it Coden? It's, it Isn't it Coden? I don't know. <laughs> Cowden? What the heck? <laughs> I've been fucking up the name Bro, the sweet speech are gonna be like suing you, man, or, or butchering their name. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> My bad. Can't and there's someone out there named. <laughs> Mad, but and there's a kid named like this guy. Call me Cowden <laughs> instead of Coden, man. <laughs> All right, Coden seems in depth, in deliberately shaped by the rugged terrain where he was born. It isn't just his imposing presence and athleticism. I can't help but feel that his personality evokes the wilderness as well. He's stoic and proud, though admits that he can be hot-headed at times. Field reports describe his courage, leadership, and extensive operational experience as much as they mention his unpredictability. He's much more than a gentle giant, as some suggest. Coden is something yeah, there you go. <laughs> now you got it. Let's go. And for much of our discussion, he told me one rowdy tale after another. When he was 12, he cobbled a hang glider together out of a boat sail and launched himself off his house. Damn! He broke both ankles during military training. Oh my god! Oh, so that means he played basketball because he said he broke both of ankles. No, so he used to cross he... people up, man. Like. <laughs> Oh hell no! Dude, he, he just he, he just get into a hang glider bro. and he catapulted the fuck himself. Oh, oh! I thought he was breaking like, ankles at the court, man. Like, mm, this guy I was mean, a basketball I mean, player. I mean, he's tall <laughs> enough to be a basketball player. Meter ninety-two. That's pretty. Man, tall. He's, he's gonna be crossing people. <laughs> <Not for laughs> this you gonna hear? You can't dunk on me. All right. During military training, he accidentally collapsed his entire sleeping barrage while testing a new breaching technique. And oh. another time, he sank a captain's motorcycle by riding it off the pier because he wanted to see how far it would travel on the surface. Well, <coughs> not far, I gather. 
His stories aren't just to entertain. They hope to establish a comfortable connection in such a casual offhand leadership style. Coden views his fellow operators as family, specialist Mike Thatcher, Baker in particular, who credits for convincing him to switch to the caper. Numerous rainbow operators refer to Sledge as one of the easiest operators to work with. Is that true, homie? Yeah. yeah. Is it is it, is it that easy to play? I mean, mm -hmm. with the mm -hmm. rush tactics, you just, you just swing. break, and then I mean, the, the, the hardest part is trying stun. to sledge on people, <laughs> not shoot them, just yeah, back door sledge on them. That's phenomenal. Overall, Coden is easygoing and unpretentious, though he gets ruffled at the mention of politics. A self-proclaimed new junkies, he doesn't shy away from debates. In fact. Is the reason he joined the military, and while one of his brothers is currently an elected MP, Coden understands that while on assignment, Rainbow operators don't voice their political opinions, and so far, there hasn't been any issue. We should trust that he can control his hot-headedness, at least before he's down at the pub. He did some training in the British Army, yep, automotive, engineering. Engineering, relevant experience, British Army, device, tactical breaching, armor, specialist in the sledge. Alright, let's read the notes. I'm told oh, you notes. wanted to have a look see okay. at my Brucey. Why? No offense. Oh, wait, what? what? Oh, <laughs> look see at my Brucey? <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? Look at my what? Brucey? Yeah, I'm told you want to have a look-see at my Brucey. Why? Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> it's ramming. No offense, Mira, but I don't need someone mucking about with my caper. So his sledge is named Caber. Oh. That's interesting. There's a name for the, his sledge, homie. Caber or Caber? Yeah. Cab. Caber, you know, it could mean many different things. <laughs> or you're uh, butchering no, the name he's, again. He's, he's Scottish. He's Scottish. Caber. So the pronunciation Caber. should be English, you know. Caber. <laughs> Trying to make it look sexier. When Mike's uncle built it for me. Sorry, specialist bloody Mike Thatcher. Oh. Wait, what? Wait, so hang on. Who's Mike? Mike's uncle. Beautiful me. Mike Wazowski? So, Thatcher. Mike's. So, so here's the story behind the relationship between uh, Coden and Thatcher. Yeah. Coden and uh, Thatcher. Mm. So they work in the same uh, SAS, same division, and it looks like. So, Mike's uncle made the caber, the hammer, and then Thatcher convinced Sledge to use it. Mm -hmm. mm, okay. So he damn well made me forge the thing over and over again until we got it right. It's a solid piece 
no forge well to introduce weak points. It's made with a differential heat treatment to better transmit the shock of blows along the core and the shaft is covered in fiberglass molded to my handspan for better grip. It's a solid 4140 steel, built for shock and stress, balanced to prevent it from being top, too top heavy. Excuse me. I don't need laser sights put on the damn thing, and I can promise you that if any of your techies come near Brucey, as the saying goes, it will kill. Oh. So why do you think about the note? Because the, the notes is talking about Mira, which is an operator in this game. Interesting. Alright. So that's Sledge. Uh, Interesting. Alright. The next operator who is uh, quite familiar with Sledge is Thatcher. EMP uh, The most hated op right now. <laughs> the most hated op. <laughs> yeah, they always when, ban when him, man, ranked. when you're playing ranked. Mm -hmm. There's something curious about these two. Both of them are wearing gas mat. Hazmat, uh, uh, gas, gas. What do you call this bush? What do you call it? I don't it? know, man. I just call it face mask. Face mask. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's just like to make them look badass. I don't know for something for a reason. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Oh, Mike Baker. That's a nice name. So, Patrick's real name is Mike Baker. He works at SAS. He was born in England and he's 56. Oh, oh that boy should retire already. That boy should he retire should already. Be. Damn. Man. Isn't it the retirement like for 60 years old? Like 61 or 64? But it depends on the um, occupation. Some retire later. Some requires you to retire earlier. But I believe that if you're working at the police force, if you're dedicated, then, you know, there's no need to retire. You wanna serve the people, hopefully. So background. What you can feel, what you can touch. Those are the things that are real. Everything else is just a distraction. Baker comes from a long line of dock workers and soldiers. At the age of 18, he enlisted for active military duty despite family pressure to join the family trade as a stevedore. Immediately, thrown into politically charged <clears throat> conflicts, Baker's performance was exemplary. Further training and another conflict gave him distinguished flying cross and conspicuous gallantry cross. His keen sense of observation and decisive manner, combined with his close quarter combat techniques, made him invaluable on VIP protection detail. With extensive field experience and proficiency in SAS tactics, or SAS tactics, Baker is a criti critical asset to any rainbow operation. He has honed his expertise with protective measures and electronic countermeasures and frequently works with engineers to advance the equipment. What the hell was that, man? You on your phone? No, I'm on my wallet, man. <laughs> time, is, time, time is money, man. <laughs> alright, alright. <laughs> nah, dude. 
Hey, PD man, PD. Uh, just some weird dumb shit. <laughs> Alright. Countermeasures and frequently works with engineer to advance the equipment as a warrant officer, class 1, regimental sergeant major. Baker serves as a respected and effective mentor to new recruits. Oh, Baker maintains his agility training, continuing as abseiling and has broken numerous mountain climbing records. Oh, I see now. So it sounds like Thatcher is um, Sledge Mentor. Oh, okay. Holy shit, dude, that's a lot to read. <clears throat> I'm the one reading. Oh. Shut up, fuck up. <laughs> I'll do it. Go on. Reading is how you get smarter, homie. Oh god, I ah. made a student slap. <laughs> I made a student slap. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. Psychological report. Knowing that the specialist Mike Thatcher Baker is cynical towards bureaucracy, I was surprised that he was reluctant to meet me. I needed a different approach. Baker lives abroad. The Iron Maggie boat and dry dock that he repairs in his spare time is his retirement plan i suspect he moved there temporarily where when his wife divorced him but now he knows no other civilian home baker has a distinguished record of military service he respected and in some cases idolized by those he mentors when he welcomed me to this to his home i could see why people describe him as down to earth there's more to baker gruff no nonsense exterior, it just required some effort for him to trust me. Feels like his home is armed with traps. <laughs> but yeah, raised in a coastal town, Baker has a strong connection with the water. We spent out our entire meeting on the deck of his ship, overlooking the cold sea, being someone who isn't handy. Mastering a paper airplane as a kid was the peak of my craft. I want to know what Baker like about boat building and working with his hands. He told me that besides appreciating the precision of it, he liked shaping the wood into something that has a purpose. I suggested that it was similar to how he mentors recruits. He replied that he doesn't care about the why of the things the way us uni types do. Specialist Seamus Sledge Coden is one of his few close friends. Baker's tolerance of specialist Mark Muse Oh, so Mark Mute Chander surprised me since Baker is impatient with useful bluster. When asked, Baker would only say Mute's a clever kid. He sounded almost envious. I wonder if Mute reflects someone Baker wished he had been. Oh, interesting. They they introducing Mute into the story. While by no means a Luddite, Baker does have an aversion to technology. To him, it's a tool, like a hammer or a screwdriver, nothing more. The idea that people come to rely on it as a crutch is what annoys him. I suggested that he spend time in the engineering lab with specialist Maso Echo, Inasu, and Emmanuel Twitch Picon. Is it Picon or Paishin or? Know, I, yeah, Twitch. Twitch Kong? real name. Twitch real name is Emmanuel Passion. Pichon. I don't know. We, we haven't read about Twitch origin, so 
I can't tell I should be speaking in French or should I speak British. They have a lot to teach one another. So from Harry, director of Rainbow. Mm. Alright, he's an old guy. He used to be a parachute parachuter. Paratrooper. Uh SAS team. Uh Operation Nimrod, Baraz, Telek. Light Water, Green Viper. Okay, let's read the notes. One of the biggest challenges for a team is specialist Mike Thatcher Baker's EG MK0 EMP grenade. Since the electromagnetic surge can disable electronic gadgets within its radius, the EG MK0 EMP disrupts. In some cases, it can destroy quite a few of our devices. It locks up my cardiac sensors so it can't detect another pose. What? Wait, what? The one writing down this note right now is Post. Oh shit, evaluation lead is specialist Jack Post Estrada. So I believe that Post is an SAS operator. Interesting. Because he's evaluating uh, Thatcher. Mm -hmm. right. Despite how exhausting Thatcher. Wait, no, no, no. Uh, I forgot to read this part. The EMP is deceptively simple. It's the grenade impact that charges the electron particles that concentrated energy cascade across an area even through walls and spikes nearby electronics. Short of wrapping ourselves in a Faraday shield to protect our devices, there isn't much that we can do against that. Despite how exhausting Thatcher is, I told you so can be. I appreciate how the Ichi MK0 EMP is an extension of his personality. The same could be said about each of us, but Thatcher really owns it, man. This is straightforward and, and direct as he is and keep us on our toes and he loves every damn minute interesting so there is a reason why thatcher used that emp grenade in his and that is his signature move because he he's not very keen about technology so he, he gonna use those emp grenades to disable your technology so that you use you know, just regular hammer and screwdriver. Nice. And since, you know, Sledge, Thatcher... Wait, hang on, let me check. Who wrote... Thatcher bio? <laughs> oh, what a cuck. So I'm reading back the notes of Thatcher uh, of Sledge. Mm -hmm. So the notes uh, have a section where it says device, what is his um, most used device, operator, mm -hmm. the name of like the person being evaluated, and then evaluation lead is Sledge himself. So mm -hmm. this Sledge note is him giving his. Uh, giving details about himself. Oh. <laughs> so interesting how the notes work. 
because for Thatcher, the no section is post giving his evaluation about Thatcher. So I'm curious, will there be a section where Thatcher making evaluation about other operator such as Pose or such as um, Echo and uh, Twitch? Alright, since Sledge mentioned Mirror, we should read about Mirror. Yeah. Let's see what, how are they connected? So Mirror is an operator where you can put Windows, a one-way bulletproof mirror, on any breakable or reinforced wall. Hey, they rigged her, man. Why? What you mean? Wait, I think... I'm not sure by smacking it, you shatter her glass or by shooting at it, it shatters. I don't know. No, I only when like mirror. You have broke. to smack it. No, no, you, you have no. to smack the canister down below. No, 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 no. Force pressurance. What? You probably don't. You haven't played it yet. You haven't seen it yet, but. Mirror is like, you know, the gas thing to break it. It breaks up. It falls off, right? Mm -hmm. You see the glass. You see through it. You can see the other player. When you shoot yeah. the glass, I'm not. Sh I don't remember too well. I think it shatters, or it um. It just cracks up until you shoot more. Oh uh, yeah, because because when, when you shoot the, you shoot it, usually cracks. Oh, I don't know. I think you have to get close to it. Uh, I Smack remember it, that you know, shatter it, and you can't see mm -hmm. anything through it. And you actually have to break the the gas and open up that little hole where they actually shot. Who knows, mm -hmm. man? Who knows? I don't know. Her bio yeah. probably tells more about it. Alright. Ooh. So, Mira is born in Spain. And she's 39 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, I I don't know how to <laughs> pronounce this name. Probably you, you gotta help me, homie. You, oh. you know. <laughs> what do you mean? Elena Maria Alvarez. See? Perfection accent. <laughs> so she... <laughs> what do you she, mean? Uh, <laughs> you mean? I, I'm gonna butcher like Elena Maria Alvarez. <laughs> See how bad it is? <laughs> All right. <sighs> Wait, she doesn't have a video. Oh, that sucks. She works for GEO. Not sure what it stands for. National Geographic. Maybe, maybe. Background. Think of me as your conscience. I see everything, and I'm just as ruthless. Avaris is a highly creative operator with the unmatched ability to dominate close quarters urban environments. Working alongside her father in his auto repair shop helped form her intricate understanding of machinery and prompted her to study mechanical engineering and metallurgy, metallurgy at university. So probably uh, working with metal. Uh, instilled with a strong sense of justice and an obligation to serve. Alvarez joins the Cuerpo Nacional de Policia. Oh, this is Spanish, I can't. 
She、What? sold a new. <laughs> it's Spanish. I can't <laughs> pronounce it properly. Cuerpo Nacional de Policía. Ah, Cuerpo Nacional de Policía. Italian. <laughs> no, is that, what the hell you mean? Italian? <laughs> it's Spanish, but like the, the way you <laughs> say it sounds Italian. Policía. <laughs> Policía. For better equipment、Or、and new bulletproof materials to protect her teammates while on operations. Encouraged to join the Grupo Especial de Operaciones. 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 She beat more than 100 other recruits for the coveted position. The reinforced armor she wears is her design. Hmm. So she designed her own、uh, armor plates.、Uh, no, no, I think what they're referring is to is the thing that you put up in the glass thing, the see through glass. I think that's what they're referring to. Like, like the reinforced armor she wears is her design. So、oh. she's talking about that plate on top. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Just, just the plate. Okay. All right.、Uh, Avaris was hired as Rainbow Directors of Research of、oh, research and Development before being added to the combat roster so that she could better test her developments and improvements under field conditions. She flies helicopters in her spare time. Nice. Helicopter girl. Damn. Helicopters, man. Psychological report Specialist Alina Maria Mira Avaris. Things on her feet. Someone this adaptable and versatile is difficult to predict as they should be. She takes risks, though, and I'm hoping that they are calculated ones. Averis is one of the operators who most strives to be a hero, ferociously protective of teammates and those she considers friends. She can nonetheless dominate an operation, forcing others to blend the tactics with hers if they wish to succeed. Oh. <laughs> So like that's that's Mira's purpose, you know, putting up the window and then forcing people to look through it, so that、mm-hmm. they play the same tactic that she plays by looking through the mirror, one-way mirror. Okay.、Right. Okay. Avaris enjoys her time in the lab and is grateful. She accepted my offer to become head of R&D. Working surrounded by machinery reminds her of her father and a strong bond they continue to share, as far back as she can recall. It was only ever the two of them, though her father's shared memories of her grandmother gave her a second role model to look up to. The one story stands out in particular. While working late in his garage, her father was pinned under a car. Averis found him. She was seven years old. Damn. That's harsh, homie. That's harsh. Refusing to leave him. She struggled with the heavy jack despite his protests, and got him free. Only then did she run for help. This is the loyalty, stubbornness that I see in her, and that her team appreciates. It comes from a kind heart. When not working, Avaris is restless, which she managed to channel into her art. Her metal sculptures are a source of great pride, and she showed me photos of her portfolio. The way she incorporates used machine parts and ballistic glass is enchanting. Avaris uses her artistic sensibilities to visualize scenarios with unique clarity. That's a lot of long words. 
the team should be encouraged to make better use of this talent. Uh-huh. Her ongoing rivalry with specialist Eliza Ash Cohen is a clash of two strong-willed people. Oh, Ash. Her rivalry. Both have solid leadership skills and both care about their teams. They simply approach challenges differently. We need to work through some scenarios where they can both apply their strengths to reach an acceptable outcomes. Only through joint success will they see the value of each other's approach. Harry, director of Rainbow. Mm. So Mira got a lot of training, got a lot of education in nanotechnology and materials, nanophysics and advanced material. Alright, let's see what's her note about. Device, mm. Black Mirror, Operator, Mirror, Evaluation Lead, Thermite. <clears throat> Interesting, Thermite. Mirror, wanted an unbiased evaluation of her Black Mirror, so I volunteered to test it. We ran the composite glass, technically a layer of laminate over glass fibers embedded in plastic for multiple test phases. Its durability is impressive. The one-way mirror is both bullet and blast resistant. Oh, but it's the frame that transmits kinetic energy the most efficiently, putting less stress on the mirror to absorb the shock of impact. When deployed, the oxyacetylene burns through reinforced and unreinforced walls alike, while the gas-driven pneumatic launches the frame into the wall and push out the obstructing materials. When the oxygen canister is destroyed, oh, so it's an oxygen canister. The pins are pushed back and the glass drops, creating murder hole. Mira asks that I check vulnerabilities to specialist Eric Maverick Thorn's torch so that I've attached those results as well. Honestly, I don't know what she's got against my brimstone charges. We're both doing the same thing. My version, just a bit more efficient. So that was Thermite uh, evaluating, evaluating uh, Black Mirror. <coughs> yep. So Mirror was in Spain working for GEO, but somehow Ash gets involved in it. I don't know. It's not, not about just Ash. Uh, Smoke as well. Smoke talk about uh, Mirror <clears throat> in his notes, I think. Mira. Jeez, there's a lot of lore behind this. Oh, wait. Oh, shit, I forgot. <laughs> Not smoke. My bad, my bad. It's, it's Sledge, it's Sledge. We came from Sledge. Oh, I see. Operation Telic, Operation Herrick. Oh, so how did Mira and Sledge met? Because like in Sledge uh, notes, he giving he's giving evaluation about his uh, breaching hammer, a uh, hammer. Yeah. And like, why? No offense, Mira, but I don't need someone mucking about with my caber trying to make it look sexier. So this piece of information. Are they, talking, is, are they talking about weapons or? Uh, they're talking about their, uh, you know, abilities, like yeah, special they're... abilities. And so, Mirror like with this information, uh, I don't really glass. know. Glass. He does the. 
I don't really know how so, uh, such news about Mira. So it's just like controversy. I don't know. Like, no, it's just like um, Mira. It really likes art, so Mira yeah. is mocking uh, Sledgehammer for looking ugly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she she tries to make it look sexier. <laughs> Funny. But, but, yeah. but here's the thing, like, why are these people like they know each other and stuff like that? They're like a different opposing team, like you know, Rainbow Siege. You know, you both attack each other, right? You both mm -hmm. attack each other. But what's what's really like? I really don't get it. Like, why are these people like this side attacking this other side? Hmm? Why are they both fighting each other? That's the question, man. I I, I really don't get it. Like, about Rainbow Probably Siege they yet. Are higher mercenaries. Or is it just part of the game, maybe? You know? No, just... I think that they are pretty much like higher mercenaries. So, you know, attackers it's are. Like, oh, so like they just hire them and then you just, you just attack, yeah, right? Trying to do the uh, objectives, achieve the objectives. Like, for example, like Goyo and Ivana, bro, they both live in the same. Uh, country, bro. Both live yeah, from Japan. They're both attacking each other. I'm like, what the heck, man? True, true. <laughs> All right, next person on the list. The list. <laughs> One second. I'm gonna go grab a water water bottle. But you could go. You could go on ahead. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm gonna go on ahead for our members to read through without bush. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, the next operators we're gonna be talking about is Echo. Uh, hang on, let me check. I think it's Echo and someone else. Twitch. All right. We're gonna with Twitch after Echo. Echo is a an operator that uses. A hovering drone that released disorienting sonic burst named Yokai transmit a video feedback to operator. So pretty much a drone that disorient the enemies. So his real name is Masaru Enatsu. He's Japanese, look at that dot. Uh, he works for SAT, not not for the testing site but like for an organization police organization located in tokyo 36 mm, the meter 8 72 slightly underweight that's why he's he's not too fast the heck he got a lot of armor interesting information so background of Echo, don't ask me what I'm doing on my phone, you don't want to know. <laughs> Every man's ever. Enatsu grew up in Suginami, outside of Tokyo. Fascinated with robotics from an early age, he designed and programmed both terrestrials and flying drones and went on to win numerous competitions. After studying electrical and electronic engineering at Tokyo Metropolitan, Metropolitan University, 
Kinatsu was encouraged to join the National Police Agency Security Bureau I hate names where he worked tirelessly in their research and development lab trained in counterterrorism and intelligence gathering Kinatsu began designing specific tech that would better aid the bureau joint training after the Nagoya hostage crisis prompted Inatsu to transfer to the Aichi Pre- no, Prefectural Police Department Special Unit where his tenacious focus enabled him to find creative solutions and alternate strategies. He eventually returned to Tokyo where his exceptional intel gathering techniques as well as his quick and unpredictable methodology caught the attention of Rainbow. Psychological report. To say that specialist Masaru Eko Enatsu father mm. has a few flags regarding his conduct is an understatement. Prior to our first session together, I have met with every other member of Rainbow, some more than once. So when the conversation began with Enatsu, admitting he'd been avoiding me, I knew we were going to get along. Hmm. So who's writing? I think it's Harry. Often, I would rather not read a file first to give someone a chance of a doubt. Oh wait, give a chance to tell me who they are in their own words. In this case, it was important that I know what people think, because Inasu was praised for my reaction. I gather he and his family aren't close. He joked that a calculator has more emotional range than his parents. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Typical agent. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this upbringing has made him resistant to working in groups because a friendly, mutually beneficial dynamic isn't one he's familiar with. It's my hope his time with Rainbow will help, but his desire to explore the AI of his fellow operators by pushing the buttons is something that may need to be handled from within the group. Inasu's tactic has been described as tricky and unpredictable. This can work as a strong team strategy, but it demands communication. I would also encourage the team to think of how best to utilize Inatsu's potential. Some operators assume there will be issues with him before they even begin, which leads to predictable results. Specialist Yumiko Hibana Imagawa and Grace Dokaibe Nam work with Inatsu on R&D quite often. So, good introduction to how you know, Hibana and Dokaibe are related to Echo because you know, they're both from Japan. Yeah, mm-hmm. should be. Uh, no, Dokaibe Kai- is actually from Korea, man. Korea? Yeah, Dokaibe oh. is from Korea. Hibana so and, and Echo are the only ones from Japan. I see. They are working the same team at, uh, in R&D. So then, hmm. and they're fighting each other. Okay, interesting. All right. I've also noticed that he developed a r- rapport with specialist Taina Gavera. <gasps> what? Echo and Gavera are closely related. No, well, not blood related, but like uh, they're pretty, like close friends. Interesting. I suspect he appreciates Preria Kando. What does that mean? What's up? What 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 does it mean? Bush. Kavira, man, an echo. Ka- ka- mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, what does Pereira Kando means? 
Wait, 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 wait. So I suspect he appreciates Barreras Candle. Barreras? Barrera is Gavera. I think that's her name. Oh. What the fuck is Candor? <laughs> Alright, I don't know. Candor? I have no clue. Candor. Since it ties into his own assumption that people who are offended simply don't get the joke. Oh. Wait, is what's Kavira? Kavira is she Roman or what is she? What is she? Kavira, she's defender, right? Yeah. Brazilian. Ah, okay, okay. No. Negative, sir. Know. I do not know. Whoa. Maybe that means something in Brazilian. Now, let me just quickly check. <laughs> yeah. What does check, Kando bro. mean? We got Google for a reason. Oh, candor. Uh, the quality of being open and honest in expression, frankness. So it's pretty much like you, you know. Make, making jokes and not get offended over it. Alright, where we at? Shit. Uh, down here. That's the tactic. Where's Cavera? Damn it. Alright, down here. And that's who frustrates easily. He has few outside interests and consequently thinks only about improving his operational efficiency. It's important that he recognize that everyone needs diversions. Those in high stress jobs even more so. It isn't a sign of weakness to switch off every now and then. Even if he has been conditioned to believe that a restful mind indicates a lack of intelligence. Damn this dude. So much arrogance. But hmm. he's good with hostage situations because his items doesn't explode. <laughs> Just makes people disoriented. Alright. Uh, notes on his device, Yokai hovering drone. Evalu evaluation lead is echo. Uh, pose and oh <laughs> <laughs> so he is what's written in the evaluation lead. So specialist echo and then specialist pose are giving evaluation about yokai, um, echo's device, because he wouldn't leave him alone. Says two words: transmit pose, and he's all over you like a dirty shirt. Also explain to me the obsession with learning Japanese. <laughs> pose is a funny guy. With what I'm seeing here, Post is a funny guy. <laughs> a, a bit of a nerd as well. So, comment from Estrada. Uh, Estrada is Post, and then comment from Inatsu is um, Echo. So, comment from Estrada. Can a guy just want to be a better guy? Esnatsu say, if a guy wants to be a better guy, he can try to be a man. Estrada responds with ouch bro and then Evaris who the heck is Evaris uh is I think Evaris is Mira okay so Mira is in the conversation and then the director of Siege Rainbow Exiers well so comment from Mira 
Can you two comedians please make sure these comments are cleared before Harry sees the files? Love, Mira. Alright, Harry, the director of Rainbow. Too late. Seriously though, nothing to worry about. Smiley face. Laughing smiley face. Winky face. <laughs> I'm overworking late nights in a state-of-the-art lab, but since the cafeteria started including Katsudong, I think Mira doesn't want me to go home at all. Mm. What's Katsudong? I uh, you know about a lot about Japanese culture, homie. Oh, you muted. I never heard of that oh, <laughs> word no, before, man. Katsudo. Never. Katsudo. I, I think it's 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 like an udon, you know, cats and then udon. So it's some kind of noodle. Is that like a food? Yeah. Is that like um, a food? Let me check. Katsudon. It is. Ah, uh, yeah, because he implies cafeteria started including katsudon. Okay. It's a Japanese it's like... pork cutlet with eggs. Oh, what the heck! So it's Katsudon. It's rice. It's not udon. Well, I was wrong. Was it? It's rice. Yeah. This is like what every anime like anime character eats. Is it like that rice thing what they hold in their hands? Oh no! With, with like the... uh, rice bowl. Oh, that's it? Oh, okay. Like this thing. Uh, this cool book. Nope. The fuck is it? Hang on. I'm trying to show my screen. Oh my Evaluation of the yokai. Wrong. Here. Okay. Here. So you can see this is a cat sudong. For the audience who's watching, for Outcast watching on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So, Katsudon is just pork with eggs, scrambled eggs. Mm. No, that looks good. Pretty good, let's say, aesthetically. Uh, let's go back to this. Alright, evaluation okay. of yokai went well. Uh, results are attached. I like conduct for the test on electroacoustic transduction. So you can see, oh my god, this is too much, too much brain power. Maybe I can coordinate. Too much reading, power. man. <laughs> too much right, reading. Right, right, right. Nah, skip. Too much reading. All right, in interesting to know post characteristic. Anything that's related to like you know post. Oh, he's gonna nerd out. Next person we're gonna be reading about is Twitch. Twitch, where the fuck is Twitch? There she is. Because uh, she was in uh, Thatcher Report. Mm -hmm. Oh, wanna watch the operator's video? This one has one. Let's see, let's see. Oh. Look at that mechanic drive. I'd love to share the details of how this device is a masterpiece of design. Quadruple independent gearboxes enabling 0 to 20 in under 4 seconds. 10 kilometers mm. of internal wiring. 1100 what? expertly machined That's a lot of wiring. components. Flawless control at over 300 meters. But all <laughs> you needs to know is... Just for that stupid joke? Does it do the job uh -huh. or doesn't it? 
And let me tell you right now, it does the job. God damn, that's a lot of electronics within a very tiny, <laughs> very tiny drone. A stupid little drone can't even jump, bro. That's the thing. <laughs> I mean, it because only it's just... got like 10 kilometers of wiring, so like, it's too heavy to jump. Alright. <clears throat> Twitch bio. Uh, she was born in France. Age 28, pretty young, younger than uh, Sledge. Alright, Emmanuel Pichon. Now it, I'm supposed to be speaking French here. Alright, uh, bio. <clears throat> Background. Machine learning and teamwork have one thing in common. Always lead by example. Pichon grew up in a family of academics in the historic city of Nancy, France, where the children were encouraged to excel in math, science, and technology. Early, early participation in sponsored computer programming competitions led to her joining the Army Cadet at 16. Almost immediately, her talent was recognized, particularly in robotics. Her superiors quickly encouraged Pichon to study engineering while continuing her career in military. From the start, Pichon's focus has been on adaptable technology that aids soldiers in the field. While there's much praise for technological advancement achievements, Pichon's tactical prowess and ability to problem solve quickly and efficiently make her a crucial operational asset. I'm trying to read fast, okay? Shut up. <laughs> Pichon's mm. unique combination it, of man. talents made her. That's how it's done, man. Oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm gonna read like fucking rapper. It was suited for GNGN and later, later she is fluent in French, English, and German. And her current research focuses AI. Psychological report. Technologically creative is a term I haven't heard before working with Rainbow, according to specialist Twitch. It's the most concise description for her. Of course, it doesn't encapsulate all of who she is. And there's more depth and surprises to Pichon than anyone else, than anyone expected. There's some academic rivalry between Pichon and her sister, a physicist, but nothing serious. She's telling me is endemic of the perfection of her family and student. Their children, her father told her to strive to be incredible every day and that it will resonate out into the universe. The Rainbow team speaks highly of her and both operationally and in a social setting. Oh. So, a specialist doc in particular appreciate her intuition and empathy while others such as Lion yep. praise her technological know-how. I want to know how Pichon interprets technological creativity. She said it's the way she sees things differently and yet remains aware that she's seeing things differently. So I suppose I would add philosopher to her myriad descriptors. She's a very hands-on researcher. The manner in which she gets right up close to a robot interacting with it the way someone would a child or pet illustrates her innate compassions. Pishan is currently teaching AI empathy so that it can, in turn, teach it to be wait, teach it to humans. I'd love to dwell into this further, have plans to visit the lab. Alright, because Pishan's passion, technology to improve quality of life, drives her research and military career. I wonder if she have uh, isn't at times being too idealistic. She's an excellent operator with many skills to offer, besides tech, and I want to keep a mouth up to where human factor is crucial. Um, her background, interest in AI means favorite pastime is watch, 
is people watching. Alright, uh, she likes to watch people. Whether it's settling into a restaurant or taking a bus, she goes wherever there are crowds and studies behavior. Traveler to excites her, the list goes on and on. Oh, so she's a peeper. No wonder she likes drones. <laughs> Peek in the bathroom. You may. It's almost like, it's almost, it's almost like uh, what I used to say, like, I don't know, when you were a kid, have you ever... Yeah. Ow! All right. <laughs> have so... you ever ow? <laughs> I sure no, do. No, I no, do. no. <laughs> uh, like, back then when I was like in elementary, like, what we used to... <clears throat> We used to say this, this thing like, um, like <laughs> it was so stupid. But we, when we were kids, God, dude, how I loved doing it, dude, to everybody. But um, it's like when, when it was like when you're like at recess, and then this kid, he's like, I, I tell him like, Hey, do you like ice cream? I'm like, and then when he says yes, and then. I always say, why don't you marry it, huh? And then we just started <laughs> laughing. It's 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 a saying that we used to say when we were kids, man, back in mm. the year 2000. The year 2000, like... Uh, true. 2001 <laughs> or 2002, around there? I don't re really remember. Yeah. But that during that year, bro, it was hilarious, bro. Why don't you marry it? <laughs> it's funny how it's it the was, same it was funny. my place. <laughs> it's like, at my age, so that's like around six um adults do make that kind of joke like if you love it marry it <laughs> uh, but uh. this day and age if you love it you know keep on milking it <laughs> oh, <I can't. laughs> uh, that sounds so wrong but hey <laughs> there's nothing wrong with milking what you like that's why they call I mean it cash cow homie <laughs> <laughs> So let's read the notes about um, Twitch device. Device, RSD Model 1 Shock Drone. Uh, evaluation is made by Twitch, Project Lead Defense. Okay, let me start by saying how much I appreciate both Dr. Harry Six Pande and Alina Mira Maria Avares, Director of Research and Development have implemented this evaluation review of all equipment. I've attached all detailed schematic of the current RSD Model 1 shock, shock drone device. Being able to run the current shock drone through control tests provide me with much needed additional data with the yada yada yada. Yeah, you know what's on. She's just talking a lot about, you know, I like it. Or, I like permission to add my name to the schedule for the evaluation of specialist Max Moxie whose device known as Pest. Oh, because it's such a powerful counter. So later, if we be yeah. uh, reviewing Moxie, we'll be seeing a uh, uh, Twitch giving evaluation. Hmm. So I'd say... Damn it. No, you know. Wait, no, 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 no. Okay. No, it's, it's not Twitch who's gonna be giving the evaluation, is it? Oh, it is, it is. Uh, mm -hmm. Twitch is going to be giving the evaluation. Alright, uh, Mira has a comment. I've looked at the scam schematic with your new modification ideas. Thinking you should get IQ. It's another operator. Uh, feedback on them. Also, 
uh, replied to Moxie, there are some issues with the Australians availability. Hmm. If you want to fly there to observe the test, we can discuss Mira. Oh, in interesting details here. So Mira and Moxie are going to Australia to observe the test. The test. The test. Alright. <laughs> interesting juicy story. Mm. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, interesting how these people are related. Well, to to be fair, all of these people are part of the Rainbow Six uh, company. Mm -hmm. If you been reading over here, every time we are reading the psychological report, it's being made by Harishva Harry Pandey, director of Rainbow. Mm -hmm. So, so they are, are all working under the umbrella of Rainbow Six, director of Rainbow. Oh, okay. six, six is his name, Harry. Like his uh, code name. Mm, okay. So Rainbow Six is actually Ra Rainbow is the company, and Six is the director's name, or code name, more like. Mm. Interesting. Why are they Why are they trying to hide from us? Hmm. Mm. I mean, he's doing good, right? He he's like gathering all this great operators attackers and defenders to work yeah. for him and then stop terrorism so he's, he's a good guy <clears throat> all right next person we're gonna be reading is ash because we what happens if, like i'm curious like what happens yeah. if what happens if uh ubisoft actually switched all the operators Instead of the attackers, the attackers finally go to defender, and then defenders finally go to attackers. Oh it my is, gosh! But, 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 like it, it, it doesn't make sense, homie. <laughs> like you're gonna fuse your hostage. <laughs> attackers and defenders. You're going like... back in the building, bro. You're going back in the building. <laughs> no, like, like oh, wait, wait. fuse is attackers. Uh, and you, you uh, say you want to switch attackers and defender, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. No, it's gonna be the same thing because yeah, because they're gonna be coming in, and then you you already have your fuse ready. Once they like they break into the front door, you just fuse it, and you just clunk clunk clunk. But like, the point is like, he's supposed to defend the fucking hostage, not kill him. <laughs> <laughs> well. You could point it somewhere else, bro, instead of reinforcing the wall, you know? <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, fair, fair enough, that's a good idea. <laughs> right, let's Wait, just I'm curious, <laughs> like, they, they, they should find a way how Fuse can actually Fuse upwards. I'm curious. <laughs> Can you fuse what? upwards instead of always no. upwards? That would be awesome. That would have been broken, bro. <laughs> Just put the fuse up top and like. Uh, I mean, if if I'm not sure if anyone tried before, but I think there are some countertops, like tables where you can vote on top. 
Maybe if if you find the perfect place that has that is close to the top, you can try to <laughs> fuse upward. Hmm. You never tried that, right? Never tried it. Because you see how operators, people who play this game, uh, they stand on top of tables, on top of fridges. Like how the fuck they even got up there? Yeah, like, like how, how do they get up there? I want I want to know how do these people even get up there? That's what I'm curious about. Last time I was playing around, and then like this guy was like on top of like this bookshelf. I'm like, how the hell did you get up there? <laughs> like it's, it's, I don't know, man. I just gotta try these things. <laughs> That's why Siege <laughs> is a fun game to play. Get it, Outcast, and join all recordings. We do recordings with Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. Just so you know. Alright. <laughs> Ooh, Ash has an operator video. We should watch it yeah. to see what she does. When I was little, my Safta taught me that silence was a woman's best garment. <laughs> but right. I have to admit, I never really took her advice to heart. Ooh. So dramatic. Eliza Cohen, nicknamed Ash, she works for the FBI, and she was born in Israel, Jerusalem, Ooh, right in the heart of Jesus. Is it? Wait, no, no, no. Jer Jerusalem is the last place that Jesus visited to, uh, for the, yeah, crucifixion. Mm -hmm. Age thirty-three, one meter seven, all my height. Weight sixty-three, my weight. <gasps> Oh, she's me. Oh, she's me. Honey. <laughs> what the heck? She, she's me. <laughs> <laughs> she's joking. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh God. God. You can never truly <laughs> understand a conflict until you've been on both sides. Hey, wait, side. wait, 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 wait. Where am I? Where am I? Who am I? I'm curious. Am I Sledge or what? Oh, my. You got to go with some uh, Mexican dude in this game. Goyo. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you gotta be Goyo. You gotta be. Goyo. Wait, hold up. Yeah, it, you are Goyo. <laughs> Wait, cool, how right? tall is he? Wait, how tall is he? Seven. Is that six feet? Uh, no, that's five foot seven. A meter. Oh, a meter he... seven is my height. Uh, Goyo's so five foot. Mm -hmm. What the five heck? Seven. <laughs> this boy is short. <laughs> Bro, what the heck? Wait, wait, wait. We gotta find one six foot like me, man. <laughs> All right, all right, that's not right, fair. Right. Let's, let's, let's look around. <laughs> all right, seven, all right. Too short. Meter eight, mute. Mute, okay. Around your, around your height. But he's uh, England. He's born in England. 25, uh, kind of close. Close to your age. Uh, how, how heavy are you? What's, what's your weight, homie? What's your weight? Uh, I'd say 146. 146 pounds. So it's around 70 less than 70 kilogram damn so that's like 69 wait you say 140 right 146 around there 146 Sheesh. Yeah. i'm like 133 homie <laughs> what the hell <laughs> well maybe You're it's because skinny. i'm a bit taller 
Uh, maybe I'm because I'm too tall. But disregard that. Like the taller you are, the heavier you need to be, like proportionally. So if you use yeah. like metric, this is like the uh, rule of thumb. So if like you're a meter something something, so a meter eighty, then in terms of kilogram, you need to be at least around that meter. Mm. Okay. So okay. like if I'm a meter eighty, like this guy, this operator, then I should be around eighty kilo. So that is the, the rule of thumb in terms of like seeing if you're healthy, underweight, or overweight. Okay. Hmm. Oh, maybe you could be Castle. <laughs> hey! hey. <laughs> he, he, right, he lives in California. Uh, a meter 85, so that's a close to six feet. Slightly above six feet. So six oh, so feet, he's a bit bigger. Six feet, uh, let's see. S six foot one? Six feet in meter. So a meter 82, a meter 83 is six feet. So this guy is that slightly above six feet. Holy shit, I'm almost his height then. Let's go. So I think your castle, maybe? Damn, all right. That's another all option, right. castle. Mm -hmm. Pose, meter 88, six feet one, 85 kg. Whoa, dang. No, pose is way bigger. Big. Mm -hmm. This boy is big. This boy is big. Oh, this one's short. <laughs> duck, duck is short. Rook. Yeah, he's short. Short. Wait, Kef a meter can. eight. God damn, Kafkan, you're thick. <laughs> damn. Look at that boy. That boy is big. Big chunky. This boy is big as well. <laughs> chunky. <laughs> Jaeger, meter 8. Oh, damn, he's skinny. Jaeger is skinny. He's a meter yeah. 8, but he's only weighing 64 kg. So I'd say around. Uh, remind me again, what's 180? What's 180, the 180, height? Uh, slightly less than 6 feet, so 5 feet 9, perhaps. Oh, man. Like 180. Man, we gotta find one with 6 feet, man. Nobody's 6 feet or what? <laughs> 5 feet 9, yeah. Oh, Jackal, Jackal. We're Jekyll. almost there, right? With Jackal. Uh, Jackal is attacker. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh. uh, 190. Oh, jeez. This dude is tall. One meter nine. Yeah, that's like six feet three, I think. Six, meter nine. Six. Dang, this boy is tall. Six. six 6'2". This guy... Oh my god, dude. This guy do be breaking ankles. Oh, Ying. Look down. Oh, Ying. <laughs> hey, 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 bro. Iana, man. Iana. You're missing out on Iana, man. Wait, Iana. Is it attacker or defender? Attacker. Uh, attacker, yeah. Iana, no. man. Iana. <laughs> Iana, man. <laughs> Every season, man, she gets thicker, man. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. Let's, let's read Ash. Now you, now you know that you are a castle. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not why, castle. Why not? What's, what's wrong with being a like, homie? 
What's wrong? What's wrong with <laughs> hey, me? Hey, bro. Man? I'm black also, man. <laughs> All right. That is, is it because I'm brown? Right? Is it because I'm brown? Mm-hmm. <laughs> brown because of the sun. Still counts. <laughs> yeah. Still counts. Yeah. Cohen's yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> mother is a renowned Jewish political activist and professor, while her Palestinian father is a professor of Middle Eastern studies. Cohen was raised in Israel, excelling in mathematics and physics. She earned degree in structural engineering at Tel Aviv University and spent a few semester at Boston University. Oh, she moved. All right, Cohen then enlisted in the Israeli. Israeli Defense Force (IDF) after undergoing the rigorous 22-month training for the elite Air Force unit, Shadak, she served five years, skilled in ground and airborne operations, weather and all-terrain navigations, and reconnaissance. She was invaluable in Operation Walker. Moving to the U.S. to work with the FBI SWAT. Cohen applied her degree in engineering and gift in structural resistance to develop advanced demolition tactics and equipment. Along with Hebrew, Cohen is fluent in Arabic, English, French, and Greek. God damn, she's talented. Alright, I had several me- psychological reports. I had several meetings with Ash before I gave up on convincing her to not see me as a commanding officer. She asked so many probing questions, it was starting to feel as though she were analyzing me. Cohen isn't interested in discussing her childhood, there's resentment toward a judgmental grandmother but no lasting trauma. Military service acted as an escape from family tension and appealed to her ordered and focused personality. Interesting, that fits her. Cohen added that she appreciates high-risk, high-reward scenarios but didn't elaborate on what level of personal risk is acceptable. Her identity is intertwined with her military training and operations. Extracting, extracting anything personal from the tango is difficult. Uh, Cohen is cautious, doesn't cultivate many close relationships. Her bond with specialist Mouse Castle. Alright. Ash and Castle has some kind of uh, bonding. Is therefore important to her, and I would say to the team as well. It's certainly a good pairing. Uh, Campbell, Campbell, amendable personality individuals Cohen to step out of her comfort zone without feeling self-conscious or judge. Hmm. That's what sound. That's what sounds like fallen love look like. <laughs> hey, Gio. <laughs> Wanna show outcast your little puppy? Puppy. Little puppy. <laughs> <laughs> this boy is fucking. This boy is four years old, man. This guy is four years old, right? You, you, you know what your mother sees you as, Bush. You, you're just a little kid oh, got, got, <laughs> to your mother, you know? So, Alright, Outcast. Who, who's ever watching YouTube? You can see Chio. Look at how cute he is. I mean, he's huge, but like, he's too cute, right? <laughs> this, boy, this boy is four years old. He just likes to hug me every time. Nice, nice, nice. <clears throat> Alright, let's carry on. Cohen uses other people assessment to describe herself. She told me that specialist Bandit and Smo tell her she's too serious, while others describe her as intense and she enjoys being proven right. So I asked if she thought those descriptions were accurate. She told me that she only cares about whether the other operators respect her. I'm confident they do. Nice. I like her style. 
On operations, Cohen is exemplary, she thinks fast, and her creative style almost always put her at an advantage. During debrief, however, I've noticed a different kind of focus. The residual stress of combat causes her to dwell on every misstep, perceived or real. Self-evaluation is understandable from someone so highly skilled, but it also has an effect on her team. It's important to encourage her to process the events as a joint effort and not simply assume the critique alone. Cohen, like all other operators, knows there will be situations she can't prepare for, and yet she alone allows the stress of the unknown to eat at her. She, this will need to be addressed. Oh, so, well, I'm, I'm gonna give my own personal view what I just read about the uh, about Ash psychological report is that uh, she's a very tough girl, a tough woman. Uh, she and like no, uh, she like we we could say she's a dude <laughs> in some sense. She's a dude, not in that mm. sense that you're thinking about, but like she's a very stoic, solitude, precise, aggressive kind of like um, got that quote in quote manliness kind of. Characteristics, yeah. Uh, but yeah, all definitely. but all of that are just to cover up her insecurity, because she doesn't grasp her self identity well. As a note here, like she used other people's description to tell us about her own personality, so she has some uh, identity issues that you know Harry Six needs to address, because she she still have a slight insecurity of uh, you know being judged by other people but she, so she felt insecure it. then yeah, yeah she f felt insecure all right she's definitely good with math all right come on notes let, let me go down come on all right device m100 120 cram breaching rounds and the evaluator is mira uh, director of R&D. Uh, as a reminder, Ash and Mira are rival. You you know why, right? <laughs> you you hate it when someone can use their you know breaching charts and then puncture a hole in that Mira that we know. Nah, well, well, like I kind of hate more of the what is it called that. One operator is actually called his name. Has a horse on it. I keep forgetting his name. Has a horse? The heck? Yeah. What's his name? I keep forgetting. Uh, Maverick. There you go. There you go. Maverick. There you go. I hate Maverick so much because he can puncture actually um, mm -hmm. through electric uh, walls. And then yeah, you could actually true. destroy. Yeah, I hate that. Mm -hmm. I hate it. We said that. I mean, he got a blowtorch, but that's pretty much what he can do. He could he could make a hole anywhere, and you don't know where you would actually get shot from because his holes are actually like very pretty tiny. Cool, pretty cool, yeah. man. Yeah, they're very tiny. <clears throat> All right, let's see uh, what Mira gave Ash. In terms of reveal. 
Alright, specialist Ash uh, was not thrilled when she saw me examining her preaching rounds. She pays around like a leopard, stalking prey. I'm director, so I'm perfectly capable of being professional. Uh, Cohen is very hands-on, and from the start, she directs the design and function of the preaching round up close. I can see that it's well designed. What surprised me was how the titanium drill bit is designed like a threaded needle so that it injects the dead cord into the surface. That explains why the damage zone is so effective. If there's any other counter besides a Jaeger active defense system, I'll find it. Oh, interesting. So, Ash abilities can be disabled by um, Jaeger defense system. Did you know that? Nope. You continue, okay? I'm leaving this guy uh, in charge. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Chio okay? is gonna be <laughs> Bush personal. <laughs> I look at that cute puppy outcast. Head on YouTube if you want to see him on a chair. You know, time to bark. Oh no, you're not wearing headphones. Chio, 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 Chio. <laughs> Anyhow. So for those who plays uh, Rainbow Six, apparently according to lore, uh, Jaeger active defense system can counter Ash ability. So in the meantime, one strategy that works pretty well is knowing that Miss Kicking in the door tends to get caught up in her own hype and rush ahead without enough intel. So she's fast, she's gonna be rushing. But that's a bad habit. No, don't try to rush without intel. Alright, my examination of the M120 Krem provided some solid insights. Plus, it was fun. Ash seemed worried that I might mess with it. I don't need to flip switches on her gear to win. Damn, the rivalry is hot, hot, hot. Interesting. Alright, so far. Uh, the list of people who got involved with the very first sledge is, I think, Mira. I... Yeah, I think it's Thatcher. No, yeah, it's Mira. And then Mira story includes uh, Ash as her rivalry, and includes. Who else? Thermite, Maverick, Thermite, and yep. Maverick and Thermite. So we would be doing uh, Thermite and then Maverick next. But this is just a recap for Thatcher. Some people were mentioned. That is, oh goddamn, Geo, so cute. That is Twitch and Echo. And as we work on with Twitch and Echo, uh, for, for Echo, boy. Uh, we get to see. What you been talking about? Post. You been talking about good deal. Post got into the conversation. And then. Cavera. There's some kind of relationship between Cavera and Echo. Uh, what? 
I'm, I'm just doing a recap for anyone listening. And then echo there Twitch for Twitch. We knows that she got mirror and vote. No, no, no. Yeah, mirror. Mirror is the head of the research yeah, team. No. And then he got Moxie. Alright, so that's the least uh, list of people gonna get involved with our podcast today. So Thurman, um, probably Hibana as well, and Dokaibe. They got inside. They are part of Echo Story. Uh, so Thermite, Hibana, Dokaibe, Kavera, um, and Maverick. Jaeger as well. Jaeger, Gavera, Castle, Pose. Oh, and also Doc. Doc is part of the Twitch story. <clears throat> Alright. The next person we're gonna be exploring today is Thermite. Exothermic Charge. Dynamite? This is the last yeah. guy? This is the last guy for today? hope so uh we got a list of other like i'm just recapping about a list of people who got involved with our first section of the podcast okay you know like when we read through the bio when we read mm -hmm. through this like all the facts about the characters and then we take mm -hmm. note of who got involved with their stories mm -hmm. so the next person in thermite if time doesn't permit us uh, so far let me check how long we have been recording um, an hour 34 so we try to keep it at two hour perhaps so another 30 minutes of getting educated <laughs> it's an education man what, what you it's mean? just a waste of time <laughs> 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 education is a waste of time kids don't go uh, to school what do you mean what do you mean <laughs> what do you mean education this ain't no education this is shooting man shooting oh, come on no, we don't want we don't want any more school shooters man we don't want no more school shooters <laughs> then you're gonna learn about the school shooter how, how uh, can you not be a school shooter if you don't learn about school shooter <laughs> what the fuck you mean? <laughs> God damn. It's, it's i have a feeling that you were gonna be a school shooter i have a feeling that you were going to be but your parents stopped you <laughs> <laughs> all right all right, all right. <laughs> maybe so much no way <laughs> What? What? We we still going? <laughs> Sad, maybe. But yeah, um, if if you guys like this series, leave a like, leave a thumbs up, uh, subscribe, yeah. and share this to your friends, and let us know <laughs> in the comment section if you guys want part two. But we'll fucking do part two. You can't stop us. No fear, no remorse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you sure you you can stand part two, homie? <laughs> I mean, it's fun, right? You got to yeah, know it's, stories it's that right. you didn't even know about. You know, yeah, Kavera I don't even and know. Echo. Mm, they got something. Mm, mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. There's <laughs> some relationships here. Oh, dude, dude. Texas. Thermite's born in Texas. <gasps> huh? Oh. Thermite. Oh, Look Thermite? Bio. Texas. Nice. Jordan Good. Trace. And Place of birth, Plano, Texas, and he's thirty-five. Oh, I think that's I think that's in Dallas, Texas. 
I think that's Dallas, Texas. Nice. And he's got a operator video. We should watch the camera. Oh, oh. my bad. Ooh. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. When you mix fuel, metal oxide, and metal mm. powder in just the right way, it burns at 2,000 degrees Celsius. Hot enough to cut through nearly any barrier known to man. Throw some C4 Damn, that's hot. into the mix. And you've got one hell of a combination. Shotgun man, that's not... That's... That's not a good weapon. <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> if I were him, okay. I would never go with that gun. Man. <laughs> All right, background of thermite. You All see right. a wall. I see an opportunity. Uh... Damn, that's some motivational shit right here, homie. <laughs> you see a wall. I see, you an, see, opportunity. A wall, I see an opportunity. <laughs> Bro, this guy sounds Hispanic. When he says that, is he Hispanic? What race is he? Is he white? What is he? Because he's talking about walls, man. He's Texas. You know, as Hispanics, when we see a wall, man, we decide <laughs> to jump on it. We take the opportunity, man. Like, let's go. <laughs> let's go, let's man. Let's go. Let's go. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not white. Maybe he's. Maybe cross the border, man. Because mm -hmm. can't you see, like, see a wall, I see an opportunity. Maybe. Hang on. Look. Look at his tattoo. Oh shit. Bro. What tattoo? I don't. What know. tattoo? What tattoo? On his arms. This is why he's wearing those uh, bandages. But let's 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 read the lore. Let's see. Let's see. If they mention about these is... bandages. Let's see. Because you, no, you no, see, no. You see how this I want to see if he's Mexican or not. All right. Fine. I want to see where his origin is at. Let's see. All right. Trace joined the corps straight out of high school, making him fourth generation marine. Following his first tour of Iraq, he obtained enough experience to volunteer as an explosive ordnance disposal technician. All right. After his second tour of Iraq, Trace returned to the U.S. and wrote university, earned Bachelor of Science in Chemistry, um, brought experience and skills to the FBI. So he's part of the FBI squad. Uh, where he spent a number of years as a field agent within the Hazardous Materials Response Unit HMRU. Seeking more dynamic environments, Trace transferred to FBI SWAT, where he excelled at developing new barricade protocols. With an earnest spot in Rainbow, where he's shown further interest in research and development on gadget upgrades. Trace's hometown on Plano has a major concentration of Chinese American, and as such, Trace has controversial conversational level Mandarin. Alright, he, he learns some Mandarin, okay. Now, psychological report for someone so disciplined and orderly, Thermite likes to surprise. He can be a practical joker and he always ready for um, always ready with a smart leg comment, okay. Beneath the surface, however, the recent loss of his sister to cancer, oh, and the death of his mother a few years prior, have made it difficult for him to channel his thoughts and energies with focus to which he is accustomed to. I'm concerned that he used humors to avoid his grief. It's important he understand that some coping mechanism can delay the healing process. There are resources that can help him, and I will continue to offer them when and when and where I may. Trace demonstrates strong tactical leaderships, but can also plow ahead without consensus. I don't believe there's any lasting friction with other team members. 
He's well liked by others and has a solid working relationship with specialist Hibana, Thatcher, Twitch. Hmm, he, he has a good relationship, good working relationship with Hibana, Thatcher, and Twitch. And yet, Thatcher is not learning anything from them. Alright, he can be quite a social butterfly in his downtime. Alright, few things to work on. Trace has excellent communication when he when he chooses to use it. He has good strategies, but sometimes tends to lock it. I lock in. Uh, I know that he's capable of being a more agile thinker, so I'll give him some tips on how to recognize when he's becoming too bullheaded. There's a lot going on behind his smile. I like him to find a way to regulate himself, to find a balance for his work and private life. Trace doesn't show obvious stressors opting instead to channel any anxious energy into something positive such as the R&D lab. It has been difficult to convince him that he needs a break from his role and identity as an operator. Shifting his attention to other intense tasks isn't a solution. I've given him some mental relaxation exercises that don't demand considerable time but can be tackled throughout the day. Imagawa in particular can be a good influence on him since she regularly practices mindfulness techniques to focus and relax. Oh, who the fuck is Imagawa? Oh, Hibana. Oh, I see. So, can be good influence She breaking me focus and relax. Okay, that's a good information about Hibana. Uh, she likes to meditate. I hope he would take her advice to heart. Hmm. Alright, some notes about... Oh, and Hibana is giving evaluation on uh, Thermite Explosion. Oh, alright. <laughs> alright. Right, Thermite's brimstone was one of the first devices tested in the new lab. It's the same way he was, and he has to be the first through any reinforced walls. Always has to be first. Smiley face. <laughs> okay. So, so something smells like <laughs> Hibana is flooding hmm. on him. So, hmm, I thought Hibana had something in between with, uh, with, with what do you call it? What's his name? <laughs> I forget his I name. Agree. No, uh, what, uh, what's ability? his name? What ability? Echo, there you go, Echo. Echo. I thought Ivana oh, no, and Echo uh, had a thing. I thought they had yeah, a thing. It's it's Cavera uh, and uh, Echo, not Ivana. Ah, okay, okay. Cavera, Cavera. Alright. Alright, on a day of testing, specialist Trace uh, or Thermite was busy developing additional prototypes as he did during Operation Chimera. <gasps> oh. One of our member, Chimera. Oh, I see. <laughs> and wasn't immediately available. Since I'm very familiar with the uh, thermite charges and have an expertise in explosive ordnance, I volunteered to conduct the evaluation. Our tests included adjusting the mixture stages to see if we could achieve stronger and more concentrated melt. The results helped us clearly determine the chemical reaction times at peak temperature. Our test on the Brimstone BC3, BC3, so the thermite charges went well and produced some surprising results. Some were enough of a surprise to lure thermite to join us, and that was fun. 
We've been able to book extra time to apply some data to his prototypes. I'll find another entry soon as we're done. Yumiko. Oh, Hibana? Hibana? Hmm? Interesting. Juicy. Alright. Should we leave it there for today, man? I. I mean, uh, try to push for two hours. It's it's a it's a good practice. Oh, but, but, no. but, uh, two hours? <laughs> no, 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 not yet. It's oh. it's only one hour forty-four. You gotta do it. Fuck the two hours. You gotta make. Fuck the two hours. Fuck the two hours. Fuck the two hours. I need. Bye. I need to go do some stuff right now. All right. I gotta go do some stuff. If you wanna wake up, fine. Fucking cooler. Fucking cooler. If those Japanese titties important hey, to you. Hey, 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 <laughs> Bye. hey, this is personal, personal, man. Personal, right, 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 right. hey, personal, personal stuff. <laughs> Bye, let's let's do an outro. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good enough. Uh, right. We'll come back to this in our uh, a different podcast. I'd say yeah, episode two yeah. of like Rainbow Six part two, Bio. Part two, let's say. Part two. Yeah. Wait yeah. for part two. Yeah. All right. Uh, any last word for our outcast, Bush? Uh, subscribe. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't checked our analytics yet. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, our viewers. Our, we get the viewers, but nobody subscribes subscribe if you want to see some more content uh, yeah just leave a like and share this comment with your below. friends your Remember yeah comment down below. below like what you like uh, <laughs> like to uh, about any of these uh characters uh backstory yeah guys mm -hmm. uh but yeah thank you for watching uh for nf clan man all right and all as right, always too. nf clan no fear no remorse to live a life peace out